changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. It's Thoughtful Thursday, and with Memorial Day coming up this weekend, I want to introduce you to Matthew Moyer, an Army National Guard soldier who, last we heard from his mother, is serving in Kuwait. Let me tell you his story from our most recent book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Military Families. I found this story very moving as Matt described the day he deployed, saying goodbye to his family, and then the tremendous outpouring of patriotism from onlookers. Matt says that it was almost 1 p.m., almost time to load up the buses and head out. The past few weeks had been a whirlwind of exercises, rehearsals, briefings, and other tasks, all meant to prepare Matt and the other soldiers of the Army National Guard's 29th Infantry Division for their deployment. Despite all the training they had completed, there remained one outstanding topic that hadn't been covered, how to say goodbye. Matt's family found a spot in the Fort Belvoir, Virginia parking lot to sit and enjoy the lunch that had been provided for soldiers and their families. The meal was about as American as it gets. There was slow-cooked barbecue with the perfect amount of sauce. There were piping hot baked beans with bits of bacon. The coleslaw was crisp and cool. The food was outstanding. But it was a bittersweet day as Matt was saying goodbye. Both of his parents, one of his sisters, two of his grandparents, and an uncle were there with him. His other city was participating via FaceTime, from her home in San Diego, where she's married to a Navy doctor. Matt describes how emotional the day was. His grandfather and uncle were excited for him as they were both veterans, but his grandmother was worried. It was almost one, and everywhere Matt looked, he saw soldiers saying goodbye. Husbands struggled to console their wives, and departing wives hugged their husbands, knowing that they would be separated for up to a year. Birthdays would be missed, along with anniversaries, weddings, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, and Fourth of July fireworks. Parents, spouses, siblings, boyfriends, girlfriends, children, and friends all watched as the buses began to fill up. Matt hugged everyone and said his goodbyes and went to his bus to join his new Army family. Now the story gets even more emotional. Their convoy of 11 buses began to move, escorted by members of the Patriot Guard Riders, a group of veteran motorcyclists. Those guys wore big VFW jackets covered with patches from the units they served with and insignia from wars they fought long ago. The bikers did not say one word to the soldiers. They just rode along with the buses, with huge American flags flying from their bikes. The families of the servicemen and women gathered along the roads and waved them off with small American flags. And then, as the buses exited the fort and turned onto the main road, the post police raced ahead with sirens blaring and lights flashing, holding traffic at all the intersections. The buses continued through all the red lights, and the soldiers could see the stopped drivers waving at them and hear them honking their horns. Those drivers didn't know who these soldiers were or where they were going, but they knew they were soldiers and they deserved a proper send-off. 
When the buses got on I-95, the Fort Belvoir police escort was relieved by Virginia state troopers who had been parked and waiting to take over. Matt couldn't believe it when the state troopers stopped traffic on I-95 so the soldiers could have the highway to themselves. It was an amazing show of respect and gratitude to these men and women. And I had to practice reading this so that I wouldn't choke up while talking about it. I actually met Matt's mother and sister a few weeks ago. Matt's mom, Carol Moyer, participated in shooting a video that the USO made showcasing some of our writers. She wrote a story for Chicken Soup for the Soul military families about celebrating Christmas and opening presents over the internet with Matt in Kuwait and Matt's sister, Katie Poppy, in San Diego. And then I got to meet Katie, too, when I was out in San Diego. We appeared together on a local television station, KUSI, for an interview about the military family's book and what it means to Katie, who is a relatively new Navy wife. I hope I'll get to meet Matt, too, one day, when he is back stateside from his deployment. This is quite a family with multiple members in the military and multiple veterans, too, on Matt's father's and mother's sides. And that's why we made our book for military families, because there are so many families like the Moyers who give so generously of themselves for our nation. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Come back tomorrow for Friend Friday. My friend Natasha Stoinoff is joining us to talk about the state of journalism today. And if you've been enjoying these stories about military life, please visit our website, chickensoup.com, and scroll down to the bottom of the page to click on free newsletters. You can sign up there to receive a free Chicken Soup for the Soul story delivered to your email inbox every single day. We'll be sharing additional stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul military families in that newsletter.